Hey, 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 all my she bosses around the globe. Thank you for tuning in to Glow Girl Diaries podcast. This is a platform to equip female entrepreneurs with the tools, resources, education, training, and network that they need to build a successful empire, where we bring you real stories from real people just like you. everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Glow Girl Diaries podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Glenda, and I'm super excited that she's here to tell us all about her business and her journey to building her empire. Glenda, are you there? Hi, Andrea. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Glad to be here. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it so much. My pleasure. My so, Glenda, can you tell everybody about your business? What's the name of it? Who you are? Absolutely. So, my name is Glenda Hoon Russell. I am the creative director and owner of Drip Drop Creative. And we are a small but mighty uh, graphic and website design firm. And we're completely remote. So, the business moves wherever we move. And, uh, and I'll get into a little bit of that when, when we get to that part, but um, it's, a, it's a completely remote business and, uh, and I'm loving it. So, yeah. Yes, I love that. I love that. And I love that name, Drip Drop. Can you tell us where that name originated from? Yeah. So Drip Drop Creative, when I started the business, I was doing all kinds of research as we all do, right? And what, what we <laughs> should, uh, how we should name our business and what, what, where is it going to be unique and I just remember reading this article and on uh, creating business names that are onomatopoeias or words that are spelled and, and sound exactly how, how they're written. And so I just, I, I loved the, the term drip drop because it, first of all, it's really easy to remember and it's kind of fun. And we've, we've always been a bit of a fun firm to work with and, uh, at the time when I started my business, a lot of the our local competitors, you know, they had your your typical names like uh, thebestwebsites.com or you know something completely <laughs> just uh, just old and boring. And I wanted something with a little bit more color and um, and liveliness. And it was uh, so I chose Drip Drop Creative, and it's it's very memorable and people. Uh, it's always a great uh, icebreaker as well because people usually like to know what it means and and really it just has everything to do with uh, making things easy to remember and um, and that goes along with my approach of how how I like to explain things in the web world or in the branding world to our clients because in reality the clients that I work with are they are so busy building their empires that, uh, you know, branding and website are, are just secondary to, to what they need to be focusing on. So I like to make my, you know, make everything about a website as easy as possible to remember, but memorable. And um, so they can get on and do what they need to do to run their business instead of just worrying about uh, how wor- WordPress works or something like that. So um, so again, it's, uh, it, it all goes together and it's all connected in, our, in, uh, in our philosophy. I love that name and I love colorful things and that name, I just, that name rung to me. <laughs> awesome. I'll always remember that name. So you did a good job with picking your name for your business. I love that. Thanks. So can you tell everybody how you started this business? 
Yeah. Why you started it? Absolutely. So when I, back in 2011, uh, that's when I, I started Drip Drop Creative. And before then I had been, you know, going to, or working at different uh, design studios. Uh, I worked at a huge design studio in Austin and I worked at a tiny one and in, uh, in, in what was that? Fort Collins, uh, Colorado, and then another one in College Station, Texas. And so, you know, I, I never felt like I truly flourished in those studios, but I, I always blamed it back on just, these are the, these are my entry level years. I need to, I need to work hard, improve myself. And, and then eventually I'll, I'll get to the point where, um, I feel like I'm on a roll or I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives and, um, in their businesses. And so, um, so from my, my first job in 2008, I was laid off and then I was laid off again at the end of 2010 from another studio. And it just, I remember reflecting on that and just thinking, why is it that I keep putting my fate in other people's hands when I can do this as well? I mean, I can, I can do anything. Right. And so. Yeah. We can do anything. Yeah. And, and it's scary, right? It's so scary to make that leap, but (laughs) you know, we just, you just decide to do it and you, you start to see the windows of opportunity opening and, I really within one day I had made the decision that I was going to start my own company and you know I thought well I'll start out as a freelancing firm and and see where it goes and um and so it it eventually expanded where I I have a team and a full international team and um and I it's uh it's wonderful to have a, some people that you can really depend on and um, and so I never thought that that would happen, not because I didn't believe in myself, but just because when I started the business, it was basically out of necessity. I needed to put food on the table. I was supporting my my husband. Well, he was my fiance at the time. He was going through grad school. And so I just I had to do what I had to do. And so I just immediately started selling and um, not really knowing what I was doing, just kind of winging it. And uh, and I I remember the first day that I announced my business at a networking group, I, that by the end of that meeting, I had my first client. And I truly believe it's because I had such a good rapport with people in general from working at the previous company. And um, so my, it's funny, my, my business was never easy. Like, don't get, don't get me wrong, but it, it's when I believe when things are aligned that the opportunities start popping up. And so I felt so confident and secure about this is what I'm going to do. And then that door opened that a new client came in and was it a perfect client? Was it, uh, you know, did everything go right? Absolutely not, <laughs> but <laughs> we made it work. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's why I started the business. Well, kudos to you and congratulations for working past that fear because a lot of people for a lot of people fear holds them back from giving their gifts to the world, you know, their God-given gifts for sharing those. So good for you for just starting and trusting the process because that's all it takes sometimes is just to start and you learn as you go. So congratulations. And I'm so excited that you, you know, started your own business even through fear. So (laughs) thanks. tell us who is your ideal client? Yeah. So our, we work with a, a multiple a variety of industries and of small to medium sized clients. And 
I would say that my ideal client is someone who enjoys working as a team. And, uh, you know, I, I always like to say that I was, uh, because of my age, I'm in that little, in my checkbox for my age is, uh, is under the millennial category that um, I'm considered a, a wonderful millennial category or a wonderful millennial. And I, I, all those things you hear about millennials that they, the, you know, the bad things about them. I'm just, I think millennials are amazing. And I think that we are the future and that it's just our way of thinking is so different and so new that it's other, other generations that don't know how to understand that. And so I have complete faith in our, in our millennials, but um, so the, my, my ideal client. So as a millennial, I love working as a group, right? I love working collaboratively. And uh, one of the things that is important is that although we are the expert, I really enjoy getting to know clients and what their business is about, their why, where are they going? And I think that taking that time to truly sit down with a client and get to know them over uh, a, an extended period of time that's a lot for a business owner to ask of a business owner. You know, they're juggling, managing their business, managing employees, uh, whatever they're, they're doing. And so uh, I appreciate it when someone understands that, uh, that just the enjoyment of and the benefits of, of really getting to know each other and understanding each other. And I believe through that process, I'm, my team and I are able to create uh, you know, a, an identity that truly represents them and will be attractive to their target audience. And then also to build a website that's used as a sales asset. So, wow. Yeah. I love that. I love that you work with businesses like that. I admire that about you because a lot of people um, just do it and they're okay. You know, they don't care what their clients Think, they just do it and they want them to accept it. So I really appreciate that, that you do that. And you work with them hand on hand, hand on hand like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's something that's missing in, in these, in, in the industry of, I'll, I'll just say of branding and of, uh, of websites is I, I think it's really easy to get caught up in developing very quick templates and, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with if someone's out there trying to build a business that's just with templates, but it's for, for my business and what the goals I'm trying to achieve with my clients is that it's, it's best to get to know them and their process and have many, many conversations and meetings that, uh, that revolve around them and getting to know them instead of just throwing a, uh, you know, just giving them a, um, uh, what am I, what is the word I'm thinking of? Like a, a set plan for them, you know, a guideline. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more of making it custom for them. And because the way that a company shows themselves to the world, there's nothing uh, templated about that, right? It's all custom. And so um, I, and that's what we're all different. Yeah, exactly. And wonderfully unique. And so, uh, I think businesses need to be treated just like that. And so, yes, I agree with that so much. That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Glenda, where do you see your business going? Well, 
so let's see. I let, let's jump back to 2013. So I had some pretty traumatic life events in 2013. I lost my dad from a neurological degenerative disease and you know, he went from a strong, healthy working man to a, a lucid vegetable basically. It was a terrible disease. And then three years later, I lost my mom from a heart attack. I mean, I, I had lunch with her on a Saturday morning and, uh, or Saturday, you know, Saturday lunchtime. And then the next day she was gone. And so both of those events, I was, I was very close with my parents and, um, had fantastic relationships with them. And, um, but don't get me wrong, like it was my mom's Colombian. So we had a very heated Latina <laughs> type relationship. It wasn't just all lovey-dovey, <laughs> but I, I definitely loved them with all my heart. And even though we fought, it, it is what it is. And, <laughs> you know, it just, um, so my life wasn't just absolutely perfect or anything like that. But um, after they passed, I, I just, really was hit hard with this lesson of impermanence and how just, you know, in my business, I was working insane hours every single weekend. I mean, I remember working on my honeymoon, (laughs) you know, it just, that's dedication. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and so I, but I thought that that's what I had to do in order to achieve my goals. And so that, after all those events happened, I, I just realized that it, life doesn't have to be about working so hard that you, that you aren't enjoying life. And so I, I took a step back and I, I just thought about what are the things that I need to incorporate more in my life? What actually brings me joy and brings happiness into my life? And, and with my husband and, um, and we have a a Labrador, so (laughs) no, no kids, but, um, not yet. And, uh, and a lot of those things had to do with freedom of time and freedom of, of travel, like being able to just say, let's, let's do whatever we want to do right now. Or, um, you know, it's, it's not about being tied down. So in 2000, 11, uh, my husband and I sold everything we had. Uh, we were renting a house, so we didn't actually sell a house, but everything that was in that house and bought an RV. And so since, uh, uh, that wasn't 2011, sorry, that was 2017, excuse me, that in 2017, that's when we, uh, sold everything we had and we've been living on the road for two years and, um, just basically traveling as as we go. So, um, my my husband, you know, again, it was making that decision, like we were talking about in the beginning, and running with it, right? And so, we we made the decision that he was going to find a way to work remotely. And all he did, get this, all he did was just asked his employer if he could work remotely. And, you know, and of course it was a lot deeper than that. There was a plan associated with it and he had to have shown his, his abilities. And, um, and so, but he was able to work out with his employer to, to create a remote position for him. And I say this because I, I talked to a lot of people about, uh, you know, their jobs and 
um, they, they always use their job as a, as a place where they feel stuck, that they can't, uh, they can't find a remote job or, or whatever it might be. And so I suggest that anyone who's thinking about maybe living a life of, uh, you know, being a digital nomad or wh- whatever is calling to you, that some, you know, first step could just be as simple as asking your employer uh, for a remote position because it's, it's, there's a lot of benefits for the employer to have that and, uh, and also for you to have a little bit of freedom of schedule and location. And, um, and then my business was to, uh, to move forward in remotely because all my clients were basically used to me having a, a very remote position and I, um, and, and only working remotely. And I said, you know, if you guys want me to be in your office, I'd be more than happy to just, just pay for my travel and, and we'll, we'll make it work. Cause some people do still really treasure that handshake and sitting in an office brainstorming and strategizing and which I completely get. And um, so I, I definitely cater to those clients that need that. And um, so, yeah, so we've been, we've been on the road for two years and, uh, and so how has my, my business changed? And um, that was your initial question, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is is how has it changed? Right. Um, Um, Where do you see your business going? Going. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's actually in the position of, of changing quite a bit. So I am in the process of building a new business as we speak. And um, so it, basically what I've done is I, I still have my, my monthly clients and I, I work with them on an ongoing basis, but I'm not taking on any new design or website work right now in order to build this new business. And so I'm, again, taking this completely new leap of faith of starting this whole new business. And, uh, and it was not easy saying goodbye to my old business, by the way. And, and it's not a, a whole goodbye yet. It's a, it's a half goodbye. But, um, but basically not taking on any new projects was a big deal. I mean, I've been doing this for eight years. This has been my life for eight years. And so um, actually going through and starting this new business is I'm scared to death, scared to death. But if there's one thing I know, it's that I, I've learned a lot in the last eight years that I can, I can do whatever I set my mind to. And, yes. um, and it's, it, it's going to happen. And so uh, what my, and you guys are hearing like the, the very beginnings of it, but um, I want to, to inspire people to live a life of freedom. And the, the way that we did this was we were completely financially independent. I believe that getting your finances in order so you control your money instead of money controlling you, that is one of the number one freedoms of being able to live a life with more travel, live a life on the road, or live a life internationally if you want to jump around every three months or however long to, to new countries or um, and then also living minimally, just realizing how little we actually need in our lives as far as, um, you know, everything from the actual things in your house to uh, the, the toxic people or toxic situations that are keeping you from, from moving forward and, and living the, a, a very free life without 
um, having them uh, distract you. And, uh, and then the second part is mindset. I think having an incredibly healthy, strong mindset set is so important. And it's something that you have to work on every single day, just like a workout and just like your muscles, because you're working on your, your brain muscles. And so I, I think that those three things are, are huge in, in moving people forward into living. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a happier life, but like a, a life that you feel is more fulfilled. And, um, and instead of thinking always, you know, like as you scroll through Instagram, you see these pictures and you're like, man, I wish I could travel more, man, you know, just start doing it, you know? And it's, um, I always say this, that if, if everyone knew how impermanent they were and that, uh, that your life could, and everything could change in your life in the next 10 minutes, 10 seconds, that why aren't we all just running in full speed towards our biggest dreams? And, and that's how I feel about this. And so, um, and, and that's what I want to inspire is that we're, we have the control and the ability to change our lives into the lives that we want. And you do that through technology and, um, and there's so many ways to do it, but, uh, I just, I think that with happier people in the world will be kinder to each other. And that's, that's all that matters, you know? Yes, I definitely love that. And I'm super excited to see what happens with your business. Let us know. We would love to have you come back to interview about that whenever it is launched. I'm super excited to see what it is. Um, Can you give us five tips for a female entrepreneur who may be thinking about starting her business in 2019 or someone who may already have a business, but they're feeling stuck and, you know, they just need that motivation? Absolutely. So I, I don't know if I'll have exactly five, but I'll, I'll say the, the ones that I feel really passionate about. So if um, this is for the starting entrepreneur and the, the entrepreneur that's already, you know, hustling and doing her best. And um, I think that a, a huge, two huge items changed my business where uh, in the last couple of years, I was able to work a lot less and, um, and still make the money that I wanted to make. And one of them is time blocking. And I'm, I'm sure that you've seen a million people talk about time blocking. But for me, it's really worked because every Monday, what I do is I, my schedule from 9am to noon is just for me to get organized and get my week ready. And in that morning, I write down every single to-do that I can think of, and I plug them into my calendar. So if you looked at my calendar, you would just see these blocks of, this is what I do, this is, I allot two hours for this discovery session, or um, I'm, uh, I'm going to have a one-on-one with, uh, with this emerging entrepreneur, whatever it might be that, that you need to work on, and and also plugging in there your, your personal life. And um, like I have working out as, you know, something I do every day. And um, I also have things like call the bank to transfer whatever, you know. And so um, because I don't know about you, but 
my personal stuff will get way behind because I tend to put the business first. And so things like um, uh, just, I don't know, having something notarized, you know, that all those little things take time. And so just plugging those into the calendar so you know, okay, within this hour, I'm going to jump in the car, drive over, get this done. And, you know, whatever it might be. So at least you're, you're feeling like you're accomplishing things. And that has completely changed my life by, by having that Monday meeting. That's just for me. And, um, and then also there are times when, you know, we might do something that I, that Monday morning, I might not come to my desk until nine thirty, ten o'clock because I needed to sleep in a little bit. And I think that it's, it's really important to listen to that part of you that um, if you just really need that extra 30 minutes or whatever that might be, that it's so important to, to be gentle on yourself and to allow yourself to, to take that time. So, um, so that's completely, completely me time and getting everything set up. And, uh, and then the other item is, and this is really for any more, probably more for the people who have an, a more established business, but figuring out your systems and your processes early on and realizing that those systems will change, but coming up with a set process that you can actually figure out within your business. And, and it might just be the sales process. It might be the development of, um, let's say if you're a, a jewelry maker and, um, maybe it's the, the packaging process when you ship things out, I, whatever that process might be that you, you find this common thread throughout every single project or service that you offer. So you can then look back at those and figure out what you can automate. And the, well, and the reason that I say automate is, and, and what's funny is I say, I encourage automation Yet I'm the one that's saying, you know, have a really great relationship with your client. And <laughs> so, um, but there are things in the business, and I'm I'm sure all of you can really understand this part. But that you feel like you're making these emails every single day, or what if, or your contracts, or um, from my business, I know that contracts and the sales process was one of the things that I could automate where I use Adobe sign to have contracts sent out. I have one contract that I use for, for my services. And I used to have all the cart services and then I went to set packages and, oh my gosh, if you can, if you can figure out a way to make set packages work in your business, I highly recommend that because then you have the contract that's really easy to send. You have the same invoices that you send out. And so that just makes it so much easier rather than, you know, documenting your time and figuring out the hourly. And, um, you know, I used to, I went through that through, for years and for me using the packaging system, uh, packaging my services was very beneficial. And, um, and then, you know, or, Another thing that you can automate is your onboarding and offboarding process. So, you know, one thing that I take pride in is that we're, 
I like to set the stage for the client before they have to ask me anything. So you're basically, you know, every email that I have set up says, these are your next steps. These are your next steps. So it tells the client what to expect in the next week and, um, or the, or the next couple days or whatever that might be. Because I think that, especially in my industry, clients don't know what's going on behind the scenes. They have no idea what it takes to build a website. So it, it's good to kind of include them in a very concise way, of course, but, uh, but just to, to settle that, that unknown for them. And I think that when you can get ahead of your clients, that makes you look like the expert and it, it also gives them comfort that they trust you. And for any of you that have a completely online business, like you'll under, you know how important it is to establish that trust when you're working completely online because you don't know the other person behind the computer, you know, and they don't know you. But if they're paying you ten, twenty thousand dollars for a project, you have to set that stage. And so, my my biggest uh, suggestion or advice for anyone would be to to always get ahead and and set those expectations for the client. So they know what your next move is and they're never guessing like, well, when am I going to get the login for this? Or when am I, you know, um, when is this due? When am I going to get this? And so, um, that, that seems to really help and, uh, and makes my projects go by really smoothly. And, and my projects weren't smooth in the beginning. I mean, they were all over the place. And so I had to develop this, this system, that um, that just just set everything in stone and um, gave people dates to to work with and so that was that was really great uh, great change and um, yeah another tip let's see you know I think for anyone new in the business uh, and you probably hear this all the time and I'm going to reiterate just because it's so important but your business is going to change. And the, the great thing about it is that it's going to change. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I say that with a big smile on my face, because when I went into graphics design, I thought I'm just going to be a graphic designer and I'm going to do logos and business cards and that's it. And so from there, I've expanded out of curiosity, out of, well, if I if I develop websites, that'll give me, um, that it was a, it was a higher profit margin. And, and that's why I started websites because people would come to me for logo design and they automatically assumed a website was in that category. And so I just said, well, uh, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to teach myself how to do websites, even though I don't really feel very passionate about them. But then I learned to be passionate about them because I made them my style instead of everybody else's. And um, so just be open to that. Just knowing that you, you can, your business can change your service that you might be offering today might be completely different in six months or completely different in one year or two years. And, um, but that's, that's how you, you learn to grow. And, um, you know, I, I remember I tried SEO selling SEO for a while and it just wasn't my favorite service to sell. And so I stopped selling that service. And 
uh, did I do perfectly? Well, I did great with the clients that I had, but I, you know, there, it's just so ever, it's always changing that it just wasn't the service that I wanted to offer. And, um, so I stuck, I stuck with the branding and websites. So just be gentle on yourself as your, as your business grows and, um, and just know that, that I, I know that you're making the best decision and it's, it's okay to make mistakes. And, um, and in one thing that I do that really helps me is that when I do make a mistake, instead of saying like, Oh my God, why is this happening to me? Just say, what can I learn from this? And, and when you put it in that way, you usually can see, well, maybe I don't want to hire clients that give me this red flag during our qualifying interview or, Maybe I, I don't want to work with this large of companies because working with a board is very difficult or whatever it might be. You know, you'll, you'll kind of start to figure that out. And I think once you start being able to trust your gut on those little bit of um, those, those red flags that your guts are giving you, then, then I think that you'll, you'll be closer and more in alignment with what you're meant to be doing. Yes, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so how can, how can, can you tell everyone who's listening where they can follow you, where they can connect with you? Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is Glenda Hoon Russell and um, Hoon is with two O's and Russell's with two L's. And that is where I'm that's more of my personal page where you'll see more of my ideologies and philosophies about, uh, about, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a free, a free loving spirit. And, um, but also, you know, very strategic in what I do. And, uh, and hopefully there, that's where you'll, you'll see me announce, um, when my new website is up and, um, and all the other goodies that I have coming along. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can find me. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited to hear your good news in the future. Yes. Yes, <laughs> you You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add to tell anyone? Um, you know, it, I, I think just for, for anyone who's thinking about starting a business that you have, everything that you need. And I, I think that if you have this gut feeling to start, I highly encourage you to, to really explore that. And even though you're scared and it's going to make a lot of changes in your life and, but there's a reason that there's this, this little, you know, bumblebee kind of flying around and buzzing in your ear all the time. And I think that most people are so scared to jump into that and, and follow that little, that little noise. And, but what, once you get past some of the hurdles, you know, just like anything that you've done in your life, maybe it was, um, I'll go back to, to riding a bike. I know that when I started riding a bike, I was scared to death of doing it or, um, or even snorkeling with sharks, scared to death to do it. But once I did it, it was fine and it was invigorating and it was something that I told myself I would do forever. And, um, and so it, 
it's scary to get through that part, but the, the great thing is, is that that fear will, will pass eventually. And so I just, there's so many wonderful things and especially as women owning your own business and thriving. And, um, I just completely support you and, um, and hopefully through, you know, people like Andrea and, um, you know, finding people that are like-minded is really important in surrounding yourself because that support is going to be so important throughout your journey is to have, uh, those women, those strong women that will just say, go, yes, do it now, you know, get up. <laughs> so, um, yes, that's so crucial. That's yeah. so important. That's very important yeah. whenever you're trying to build an empire, because it can be lonely at times. Yeah. Absolutely. If you don't have other people who, you know, support you in that dream. Right. So it's very important to try to stay with the positive people who are, you know, have the same mission in hand as you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm so excited. go get them, girls. Yeah. <laughs> go get a girl. <laughs> absolutely. So, Glenda, we're, thank you so much for popping on with us and sharing all of your knowledge and expertise and letting us hear about your upcoming news. I'm super excited to hear about that in the near future. Um, thank you for coming today. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm so honored and privileged to, to be on this podcast. And, um, and, and with you, Andrea, you've, you've done some pretty amazing things. And you're so inspiring. And I just, uh, whenever I think of you, I just have a, a big old smile on my face. So thank you for all the work oh, you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> that, made, that made my day. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm, hopefully we'll have you on here whenever you announce your big news. I would love that for you to come back. <laughs> Perfect. I, I will make it happen. <laughs> All right. Thank All you right. so much. Linda. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in.